Know the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. Okta Research Fellow and Infectious Disease Expert Benjamin Ko said the coronavirus disease situation should not only be looked at through reproduction number, but also from the current status of the country's healthcare system. Ko said several factors, most importantly the healthcare sector, should be taken into consideration before deciding to ease COVID-19 restrictions. He noted that it will be more significant to look at the current status of the healthcare sector, particularly in Metro Manila. The latest COVID-19 reproduction number in the country is around 1.40, while in Metro Manila is at about 1.20. Ko pointed out that patients who had received critical care need DOH said that of the 4.49 billion pesos provided under Bayanihan 1, 4.36 billion pesos was utilized as of December 31, 2020 to procure medical equipment that is essential to ensure that hospitals will be able to take care of coronavirus disease patients. Of the 4.5 billion pesos provided under Bayanihan 2, 3.88 billion pesos have been utilized as of December 31, 2020 for the construction of temporary medical isolation and quarantine facilities, field hospitals, dormitories for frontliners, and expansion of government capacity all over the country. As for the remaining 617 million pesos, 308 million pesos have been utilized for the procurement of COVID-related equipment and other equipment necessary for increasing laboratories' testing capacities. The DOH assured that every centavo of the questioned fund were all accounted for and were available for the public to access and examine upon request. As the nation marked Araw ng Kagitingan or the Day of Valor, President Duterte paid tribute to the country's past and present heroes, including the frontliners in the fight against the coronavirus pandemic. The President recognized the dedication and courage of the health workers and essential frontliners, citing the Filipinos' resolve to overcome adversities. According to the President, the unrelenting commitment of these COVID-19 frontliners in the pandemic fight reflects the heroism of the warriors of Bataan that continues to inspire in us a greater sense of patriotism and solidarity during these trying times. In his message, the President also honored the heroin pandemic as long as Filipinos show unity and solidarity. Just like the country's brave heroes who fought for the freedom decades ago, the Vice President urged Filipinos to show the same unity and courage during these trying times. Robredo also honored the heroism of Filipino soldiers who fell in the name of the country's freedom decades ago. She said they were ready to fight until the end and offered their lives for the nation. In remembering these heroes, she asked Filipinos to try to emulate these brave fighters by showing love and compassion for their fellow men. Araw ng Kagitingan, a national holiday, seeks to honor the valor of Filipino troops who work alongside American soldiers to combat the Japanese invaders during World War II. Here is a roundup of news in and around Metro Manila. Let's watch this report.
Pasay City Mayor Emi Calixto-Rubian accredited their effective containment protocols that include prevention and detection strategies in containing the number of coronavirus disease cases in the city. Rubiano said the Prevent, Detect, Isolate, Treat, Reintegrate or PDITR system they are doing has been very effective in stopping the spread of the virus in the city. The mayor also pointed out that the rules being implemented in the city are based on the guidelines of the interagency task force. Rubiano immediately acted decisively and placed two barangays under total lockdown in 136 barangays and areas under granular lockdowns before implementing the PDITR strategy. Quezon City Mayor Joy Belmonte on Thursday, April 8 said the local government is prepared to provide continued assistance to the city's residents in case of a third wave of COVID-19 infections. Belmonte said they have been able to set aside a few funds in case the city experiences the worst-case scenario amid the ongoing pandemic. This is the reason Belmonte said the local government could not release more funds to increase the 4,000 cash assistance to be received by her constituents, which is given by the national government following their imposition of the enhanced community quarantine. For the third straight month, the Manila City government presumed Thursday, April 8, its distribution of food boxes to around 700,000 families in the city under its food security program. Members of the Manila Traffic and Parking Bureau, Department of Engineering and Public Works, and Department of Public Services have begun distributing food boxes to Manila's first district. The FSP was launched in February after the city government realigned its budget to address hunger amid the pandemic in the capital city. Manila Mayor Francisco Escombrano de Magoso said he and the Manila City Council agreed to postpone major road projects in 2021 to fund the program and now let's uh, take a look at the latest news in other parts of the country here are the details the Department of Social Welfare and Development has already released 138.15 million pesos in livelihood assistance grant or LAG to 13,647 qualified beneficiaries in Western Visayas as of March this year under the program, those coming from the informal sector with existing enterprises before the health pandemic are provided with financial assistance to help them come up with an alternative project or use it to augment their capital. Each recipient can receive up to a maximum of 15,000 pesos grant depending on the project and assessment of the Livelihood Technical Working Group of the LGU. The vaccination cluster in Davao City has started giving the second dose of the anti-COVID vaccine to medical frontliners who were inoculated with Sinovac's CoronaVac last month. About 4,557 private healthcare workers will receive the second dose of Sinovac vaccine from April 7 to April 13. The interval of the first and second dose for Sinovac vaccine is 4 weeks or 28 days apart, while those who have been administered with AstraZeneca will have their second dose up to 12 weeks after their first dose. The updates from around the world. Here is that report. The EU's medicines regulator said Wednesday that blood clots should be listed as a rare side effects of the AstraZeneca job, but the benefits continue to outweigh risks as several countries battle fresh virus surges amid vaccine shortfalls. The United Kingdom on Wednesday said it will adopt new medical advice to offer most people under 30 an alternative to AstraZeneca if possible, after reporting 19 deaths from clots among people who received the shot. The debate comes as countries from Germany to Ukraine and India face 
face new waves of the virus that has now killed more than 2.8 million people. Governments are scrambling to secure much-needed vaccine doses, with Australia the latest nation to complain of shortages that is blamed on EU export controls. The European Medicines Agency or EMA said Wednesday that blood clots should be listed as a very rare side effect, encouraging countries to continue its use. New Zealand health officials confirmed a fresh community case of COVID-19 in Auckland Thursday, just two days after the country celebrated its largely virus-free status by approving a travel bubble with Australia. There was no suggestions New Zealand's largest city would again be thrust into lockdown or the travel bubble plan revised. But Prime Minister Hasinda Ardern immediately announced a temporary halt to travel into country from India, the departure point for most infected arrivals in recent weeks, shutting out New Zealand nationals for the first time since the pandemic emerged. There are currently 95 active COVID-19 cases in New Zealand. The security guard and the 94 who were detected at the border and all are housed in a special quarantine facility. Ardern said the suspension of entry to New Zealand from arrivals from India would run from April 11 to 28. As the United States vaccination campaign accelerates, so-called vaccine passports are gaining traction despite political divisions and a fragmented healthcare system that complicates the centralization of data. Led by Democratic Governor Andrew Cuomo, New York is the only American state to have launched such a pass, which is voluntarily and has been done in partnership with IBM. It's still not widely used. It immediately verifies whether the courier has received the vaccine or has recently tested negative from the disease. Other state leaders have firmly rejected the idea. President Joe Biden's administration intends to stay out of the controversy. On Tuesday, the White House spokesman Jen Psaki said there would be no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential. She said Washington would instead issue guidance to ensure systems are not used against people unfairly with regards to privacy and security concerns. The latest in showbiz. Let's watch this. The Korea Music Content Association or KMCA and other entertainment agencies have formally filed a complaint against the so-called BTS law which will allow outstanding pop culture artists to postpone their military service until the age of 30 due to its stringent criteria. The KMCA are questioning the standard that in order to qualify for military service postponement, a pop culture artist must be a recipient of an order of cultural merit. They argued that the basic requirement to just be eligible for the cultural merit is that one must have been active in the entertainment industry for at least 15 years. They calculated that K-pop artists who debut in their late teens would be in their 30s before they can meet the 15-year experience prerequisite for the award. The KMCA is asking the Ministry of National Defense to revise the Enforcement Decree of the Military Service Act to make the criteria realistic. Last December 22, the Korean government promulgated the so-called BTS Military Service Act to give outstanding pop culture artists the chance to delay their military enlistment if they are recipients of cultural medals and government awards and if they are recommended by the Ministry of Culture, Sports and Tourism. And here are the latest from Manila Bulletin Sports section. Let's watch this. Kenya on Thursday started vaccinating its Olympic athletes against COVID-19, paving the way to compete in the Tokyo Games. 
All the 75 athletes in the Olympic team Bobo at Nairobi's Kasarani Stadium were vaccinated on Thursday in an exercise that will also cover the Paralympic teams, Rugby Sevens, and the officials working with the Kenya Safari Rally preparations. Kenya, a world athletic superpower, hopes to take a team of 100 athletes to their scheduled Tokyo Games which will be held between July 23 and August 8. And those are the news on web today, April 9, 2021, the Day of Valor. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bolton newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. Or you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link in this video's caption to have the latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin. Join us again on Monday. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.